It's really, it's establishing your brand. It's understanding that branding takes time. You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. I have offered many sessions in my business since the beginning of my business. The first time I did them, I specifically, like I have such fond memories of many sessions. The first time I did them was like at this park in my hometown. And the reason I started offering them at all was because I, it like made me feel better about raising my pricing. Um, which at the time I'm sure was still like very, very low, but I felt guilty because I was raised my price. And so I did these mini sessions so I could work with the people that had kind of like gotten me to the point that I was at, um, like thank them and honor them while still charging appropriate prices and having boundaries, basically, if I was going to charge less. And it was just like, it was such a fun day. It was back when I shot families and kids. So now like that day would give me hives, but at the time I really loved it. It was just so fun to like see past clients and see their kids. And like, I just have such fond memories of it. And so I've really always liked mini sessions. And then with White Space, my studio, we do, we host um, sets every year and photographers can come in and host their mini sessions. And so I've spent the last couple of years teaching other photographers how to host lucrative mini sessions. Because I think mini sessions can be just that. They can be super lucrative. But too many photographers look at it as a way to make fast cash, but then it doesn't actually make them fast cash. It could make them more money or ends up taking a ton of time and the amount of time and the amount of money that they're making like doesn't make sense or it doesn't, um, it's not equal to each other. And so I think that this is an area where a lot of the times as photographers, we kind of, um, we miss the boat a little bit and yet it can be such a fantastic thing to build your portfolio, to better your client experience, to increase your automations. Like there are so many benefits to mini sessions and we can get better at them. So that's what I want to talk about today because I had a big win recently. I hosted my annual mini sessions for brand and headshot photography in January. And I made $5,000 in one day. And I was so thrilled with this. Just to give you a little bit of background, the last mini session day that I did, I do these every January. And the last one that I did, I think I made $1,500 or just under $1,500. And I specifically remember texting Jeff and being like, man, I made over $1,000 in one day. Like, this is awesome. And that was a little over a year ago. So $5,000 in one day was a huge win and it caused me to get really reflective on, okay, what did I do differently this time? Um, What can I learn from for next time and can I replicate this? So let's walk through a few of the things that I did this time and over the years in order to make $5,000 in a mini session day. So the first thing that I want to point out that I think is really important and may cause you to roll your eyes at me is that this does take time. Branding takes time. And I do credit a lot of the success of this day to the brand that I have built. So I recently um, raised prices again, or not, not recently, but last about the middle of last year, I significantly raised my prices. I doubled my prices. And that was a really scary leap to make. 
Um, now the majority of time, like the majority of sessions when I leave my house, my clients are investing about $3,000, 2,500 to 3,000 for sure. Sometimes more, sometimes a little bit less. And I'm not shy about that. And so I think that a big part of why these mini sessions are successful is because people know the investment that it typically takes to work with me. And I have built that up. That did not happen overnight. But because that number is high and not in you know, some people's budgets, I think that that's a big reason as to why these mini sessions work. I see a lot of photographers who offer mini sessions that are like really close in pricing to what their regular prices are because they're not charging enough typically. And so then their mini sessions aren't as appealing because their regular prices aren't that much more. And when a client can get, you know, everything for $300, why would they pay $200 for half of that or whatever it might be? So making sure that your your pricing is really in line with like where it needs to be, taking a look at your market, taking a look at your expenses, taking a look at just what you want to make, like throw a number out there. What do you want to walk home with? Or what do you want to take home at the end of every session? Allow yourself to dream a little bit. That can be really, really helpful when it comes to pricing. And then obviously, like I said, knowing your numbers, knowing your expenses um, and what it costs to actually like get a session out the door, it's probably higher than you think. So that's a little mini pricing rant that I did not really anticipate to talk much about today, but it is important. Um, But beyond that, it's really, it's establishing your brand. It's understanding that branding takes time. So much of branding, especially personal branding, is just getting in front of people, uh, reminding them that you exist, that you're here, that this is what you do, that this is what you're good at, and that doesn't happen overnight. And so whether you're using social media or email or in-person events, whatever it might be, recognizing that mini sessions, um, while they can also be a really great way to grow your portfolio, really lucrative mini sessions, I do think take a little bit of time to get there. So that doesn't mean that you can't, you know, host mini sessions next week and make $5,000. I freaking hope you can. That would be amazing. I hope you use all of these tips to help you. Um, All this means though, is that if that doesn't happen, if you feel like you're doing all the things and you're still not making what you want to be making, but you really do enjoy it and you want to like keep trying, then keep trying. So much of this is trial and error. Um, This, this just, it doesn't happen overnight. And I know that that's like so eye roll inducing, (laughs) but it really is true. So be willing to put in the time, be willing to do this this year and tweak a couple of things and come back next year or come back in a couple of months and try it again. Um, Another thing that I did, and this is perhaps specific to my industry, um, but maybe applicable for others, is that I met people where they are. I see a lot of people, especially who are just getting started with brand photography, and so they offer these brand mini sessions. And again, I think that that can be a great way to grow your portfolio because with brand photography, especially in a lot of markets, it's new. So we really have to show people what they can expect from brand photography. And that is best demonstrated through photos. But you can't do that if you don't have the photos to show. So doing mini sessions is a great way to get around that. However, not everyone is ready for a brand mini session. I priced mine at $350. That's still an investment for a lot of people, right? So it's not a drop in the bucket. However, everybody needs a new headshot. I am very passionate about this. If your headshot 
if you have a different hairstyle, hair color, if you, um, if it's been like over a year since you got a haircut, if you don't look like that anymore, if, if the, um, headshot, did I say if if it's been over a year since you got a haircut? (laughs) I meant if it's been over a year since you got a headshot. Um, if, yeah, if you don't look like that photo anymore, or if it's like a different vibe than what you want, like if your headshot is in front of a gray backdrop and you are more of a bright pink kind of gal, it's time for a new headshot. Everybody needs a new headshot. And so when I offer brand mini sessions, I meet people where they are, even though headshots don't make me near as much money as brand photography does, I still offer headshots. And Up until this year, and honestly, even this year, the headshots were what I was mostly getting paid for. Last year when I did this same event, I had two people book brand mini sessions. The rest of people booked um, headshot mini sessions. So that was the majority of how I was making money. And this year was about 50-50. So that's still a lot of headshots, right? Now, I priced my headshots at $100, $100, and I did brand photography at... 350. So there was obviously a difference in what they're getting. And then we'll talk about this coming up, but there's not just a difference in like the session and the amount of money, but also in the deliverables. But being able to meet people where they are, if you're not ready for a brand session, let's do a headshot session instead. Um, Think through if you're not a brand photographer, how that could look in your own business. So maybe people don't need, I don't know if this is a good example or not, Maybe people don't need a family mini session, but they just need like literally a headshot of, that's not what you would call it, a portrait (laughs) of their kids because their school photo is terrible, right? So is there a way that we can meet people where they are and offer a lower price point for whatever that thing is where you're still getting paid um, and getting them in your door and taking up time on your calendar when you're just going to be sitting there anyway because no one has booked that larger session. I honestly think that this is a really big piece of why my day was as successful as it was because I didn't really have any downtime. Like my downtime, downtime air quotes, was spent doing headshots. And so I was getting paid for almost every minute of the day, which is great, except for when I was eating lunch. (laughs) That's a side tip, schedule time for lunch. I almost didn't, which absolutely sounds insane now that I'm saying it out loud, but I was just like, oh, I'm fine. Like I can eat a granola bar. No, you can't. Schedule 15 minutes and have your sister bring you Panera. You will thank me later. (laughs) Okay. So another thing that's really important here are having boundaries around what a mini session is. This is another big mistake that I see photographers making. They do mini sessions and you guys, they are like literally a full session. They are a full session. This like pains me because I just want to, I want to like tell you to burn it down and start over. And I typically am, you know, I'm not a violent person, but I want you to have successful mini sessions and boundaries are really a key to this. So what do boundaries look like when it comes to sessions? These are mini sessions. Everything about them is mini. You get a mini amount of time. You get a mini amount of photos. You bring a mini amount of props. Mini, 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 mini. Um, So whether it's a headshot or a brand session, they are getting, like, there are parameters around everything that they are getting. And those parameters are very clear. I think that this is another place where we kind of tend to mess up. And I don't think that people are doing it on purpose. But when um, your boundaries and your expectations are not clear up front, that's when people walk away from mini sessions 
feeling like they didn't get what they paid for. But if your boundaries are really clear up front, if you're telling someone, hey, you're paying me $350 and you are getting 10 images, or you are paying me $100 and you are getting three images, and you'll have the opportunity to purchase more or whatever, when you're um, very, very clear on that, all is good. So make sure that your boundaries are clear and that you say what those boundaries are. So again, um, that's what your, your price is. Make sure that's very clear. It's the number of photos that they're getting. It's any opportunities for upsell and what that looks like. We'll be talking about that in a second. It's the time of the session. This is important because people need to know if they show up late or even early for that matter. It doesn't matter. Your time starts at this time and ends at this time, and that is all there is to it. So if people show up a few minutes late or if people want to show up an hour early, that's totally fine. You can hang out, but that's not when your session is. That's probably the most important thing when it comes to like the structure of how you run a day of mini sessions, which is probably a different podcast episode. What time they show up um, and the time that you're actually taking photos is really, really important. And there is no wiggle room. And I don't like to be like a big beanie to my clients either. But in this case, that has to happen because it will throw off your entire day if it doesn't. So make sure that those boundaries are really, really clear. Another thing that I think kind of goes into boundaries is not offering these all the time. I offer my mini sessions. um, Up until this year, I've always done January. This year, now that I cracked this $5,000 code, I've kind of been um, trying to replicate it um, in other, like during other times of the year. Like I'll probably do another mini session day, I would say in April. This podcast is being recorded in March and these mini sessions were done in January. So, We'll kind of see what that looks like, but typically they're limited, right? That's another boundary. I'm not doing, like, you can't just text me or email me and say, hey, I want to book a mini session. Nope, that's not how this works. Mini sessions are held on a particular day because you can't make $5,000 or even $1,000 with mini sessions if you have them sprinkled throughout your calendar because then that is taking up very valuable space that needs to be a full session not a mini session. But if you can stack a bunch of sessions back to back, you know, and do that for a mini session day, that's where you're going to be able to really increase your income. Okay, let's talk upsells. This is the biggest mistake that I made with mini sessions. And it wasn't until I started coaching actually, and working with other photographers where I was like, wow, like I was telling them how to add upsells and realized that I really missed an opportunity here. So with my current um, like normal sessions, I don't upsell because of where my price point is at. I send all the photos. And by all the photos, I mean like all of the good photos, not the entire, like not every photo that I've taken. With many sessions, I was doing the same thing. <laughs> I can't believe that I was doing that. Um, with many sessions, again, we've got boundaries, right? And so You don't want, you actually, I shouldn't say that. You can still send the entire gallery of photos, but you need to have a system for upsells. So what I do is I send however many photos that I want to send. I I still make sure the gallery is highly curated because if you send a gallery with, you know, 20 almost identical photos, you're not going to upsell anything because that is going to be one very confused client if all the photos look the same or very similar to each other. So I still make sure that the gallery is highly curated so it really does look like 
a lot of variety of images. And then I let them pick for a headshot session, three photos. For a mini brand session, 10 photos. And then anything above and beyond that, there's an upsell involved. And I think I charged, it was still quite minimal, 20 to $50 per photo, somewhere in there. Um, so it was a still a lower price point when you look at like my full sessions. But it was an upsell. So they got the photos that they paid for and then they knew, hey, if you want more photos than that, awesome. Here's what that looks like. I also had this priced in a way where if they wanted to purchase more than like four or five, again, I can't remember exactly, and your pricing is going to depend on you. But if they wanted to purchase more than four or five additional photos, it made way more sense for them to buy the full gallery, which I believe, again, pricing is relative, but I think was $250. So that was really helpful too, because if someone had a really, really great gallery, then they would probably just purchase the entire gallery upsell, which was another $250. I ended up having 900 to 1,000. It was somewhere between 900 and 1,000. I think it was 1,000 dollars in just upsells. So I made about $4,000 from the sessions and then about $1,000 from the upsells. So the majority still came through the sessions, the $100 headshot and the $350 brand session. But that gap that was there to get from $4,000 to $5,000, that was all in upsells. So make sure that you have a plan in place for what it looks like if someone wants to purchase more images from you. Because if you did your job well, they probably will. And that's great. We don't want to penalize them for wanting more photos. You just need to have a system in place so they can do that. I use a gallery called CloudSpot and it allows for me to send them the gallery, have them pick their 10 photos, and then they can add on more photos. A lot of gallery systems will do that. So make sure that you have a way to accomplish that and you're good to go with your upsells. Another thing that I think needs to be pointed out is to make sure that like if you're going to continue coming back and refining your process for mini sessions, make sure that you really like doing it. This wouldn't be near as exciting if I made $5,000 and I was miserable the entire time and I didn't want to be at the studio that whole day and my back hurt and like (laughs) it just wouldn't be that great I've had I have had shoots like that where I ended up leaving and like I was happy with what was in my bank account but it just didn't feel good I wasn't excited about it and I can tell you from experience that no amount of money makes that feel good or feel okay so if you're in a place where you're like I really do want to continue figuring out how to make mini sessions work better in my business and make more money with them Make sure it's something you really like doing because you don't need to do mini sessions to make $5,000. There's a million ways to make $5,000. But if you do like doing mini sessions, I think it's definitely worth it to continue refining your process and try to increase your revenue. I love these days. Like they are so fun for me. I get coffee in the morning and I go to the studio early and I get to, I mean, I did like 20 sessions when I did this January one. So that's 20 people that I got to be face to face with for a few minutes to talk about their business and their job and their goals. And it was just so fun. And so for it to be fun and also be something that makes me money, I'm thrilled. So make sure that you love doing it. And if you don't love doing it, then what else could you do that you do love doing? And then the last thing that was the biggest change from 
previous years is that I launched to a wait list. And I think I'm going to do an episode coming up about wait lists because I've done this for a few different things lately and it has been awesome in building my email list um, and also launching to a warm audience. But I really think this was a game changer. So I use Flowdesk for my email. And now that we all have that handy dandy link sticker that we can add to Instagram stories, it makes this really easy. So I just create a form in Flowdesk that leads people to a segment or it puts people in a segment of my email. I call it headshot interest or mini session day interest. And people just give me their email. And wait lists are so magical because it is people giving you their name and their email so you can sell to them later. Like it is literally someone saying to you, I am so interested in what you are talking about that I want you to pitch me when you launch it. That's really incredible. Like that is a very invested, interested person on your email list, right? And I had never really used waitlists in the past. And honestly, I just decided to do it. I don't even know. I don't even know why I decided to do it for these mini session um, days. I think because I was curious to like see how many people were actually interested. And I was blown away. I think I ended up having like around 30 people join my waitlist and it is still growing. I decided to just kind of continually send people there if they're interested in brand mini sessions or headshot mini sessions. And so now every time I open up a mini session day, I send an email out to that part of my list. And it is an incredible way to fill spots to something before you even announce it on something like Instagram. So when I went to announce this headshot day on Instagram, I already had probably half of my spots filled through my email list. So if you're not using email, just kind of file this away for future because I do think email is something that business owners need to think about a little bit more even photographers. I know in the past I've been kind of 50-50 on that because so much of email is like selling something that is not as tied to an area. But honestly, recently I have found that that's not necessarily the case. If you are a photographer and you are specifically serving a local area, your email list may be smaller, but that doesn't mean that people aren't interested when you have you know, session openings or mini sessions or something like that. Your list may be smaller, but they're very likely still interested enough to join your email list and be emailed when you have something going on. So consider waitlist. Flowdesk makes it really, really easy to set this up. And I, like I said, I think I'm going to do another episode later on that talks a little bit more about this, but it was very simple um, and I think made a really big difference. So that is everything that I did to make $5,000 in one day with mini sessions. Um, I hope that these tips are helpful. Like I said, so much of this is trial and error. It is like laughable how much of it, in fact, is trial and error. I know when you first start doing mini sessions, there are so many questions. How much do I charge? How much time do I need per session? How do I structure them? How do I book them? And how do I market them? Like there are so many things that we could talk about. But honestly, I think that that's going to vary from person to person. And it's just continuing to come back to it and refining it. So don't be afraid to experiment and don't feel bad or get too down on yourself if you try to do a mini session day and you make, 
no money or no one books, come back to it. What can you do differently? How can you try again? Um, with anything in a service-based business, you're not only you know dealing with your end of things, like what date am I going to set or what date am I going to have these on? What price am I going to set? You're also dealing with other people's limitations. Like if people can't make that day work or if the money is not in their budget or if they just don't need photos right now, there are so many factors, the last of which is that no one is interested. People are interested. People are interested. You just need to keep playing with it um, and experimenting to see what works best for you and for your people. So I hope that this was helpful. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you're a regular listener, you might already know that some of the best conversations actually happen after the show. Head over to Facebook and search Take It Personally podcast to join our private Facebook group and join the conversation. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.